I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. It is a reckless speculation Thursday here all across Score North. We bring in our friend Darren Doogie Wilson from the Five Eyewitness News Sports Department. Inside information about your favorite Minnesota sports teams and a little reckless speculation here. Dukes, what's going on, man? Hello, Phil. Hello, Judd. Hello, Declan. We finally have it now official. What Royce wrote about a couple months ago, U.S. Bank Stadium, new turf. <laughs> For 2024, John Anderson, the Gopher baseball team, John Anderson's final year. Still not real happy about that, so Gopher baseball kicked out of U.S. Bank Stadium come February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? So new turf, the perimeter um, the, the fence that they're attempting to build is also, it, it sounds like, going to cost more. Here's my question, okay? In this... Uh, in this game of stadiums with improvements at U- U.S. Bank, the XL trying to get a ton, where how does this all play out with the Wolves, in your opinion, right now, too? Because that's the key. Like, that's if we're going to improve the X, if we're going to, and it sounds like for sure, improve and put enhancements into the football stadium, how is this going to play out, in your opinion, Dukes? Well, I mean, every time I ask Glenn Taylor that, he says, I defer to Mark, to Alex. That would be Mark Laurie, Alex Rodriguez. They will officially become majority owners at some point after the season. Doesn't look like it'll be March, but at some point Mm. during the summer, then things will ramp up. But it's hard to not pay attention to what has taken place in the last, what, seven to ten days in Washington, D.C., 
with the Wizards, the Capitals, moving to suburban Virginia, moving out of the city. I just can't help but wonder, Judd, if that's the inevitable end to all this, that the Wolves, Mark, Alex, get their way, but that the Wolves are no longer in downtown Minneapolis. But there will be so much blowback. Trust me. Like, I just, I know. There will be a big fight about that, but I just wonder if, you know, just the way everything will come together, you know, you name the suburb, but whether that's the way that this thing will end up going. But it's hard for me to see, like, the Wolves moving, right? I mean, I think it's, you know, expansion for Vegas, for Seattle. I think the NBA in the next five to ten years will expand in that regard. I don't think the Wolves are moving, even though it's not a complete ironclad lease. Like, you could pay a lot of money. You could break that lease. but. I'm just telling you, the pressure will ramp up considerably once Mark, once Alex are in full control, or at least majority control. All right. Well, since we've started with Wolves here, we can get to Vikings later in the show. Where does Can you give us an update on where that ownership situation stands right now? So we're getting to the end of the calendar year here, but then isn't there? they have until March to make the final payment. So is it... Is it 100% happening? Like when, when the Wolves are playing in the playoffs, when the Wolves are in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in 20 years, I'm sure Glenn will still be sitting there courtside in his little sweaters and stuff as a minority owner. But will Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie be watching playoffs as the majority owners of this team? Well, I don't know if it'll be as majority owners in May or when Larry O'Brien, the trophy, gets handed to Glenn Taylor by Adam Silver. So yeah, who, yeah which, which owners are going to be touching the Larry O'Brien is what I want. Well, that would be June. Glenn. Yeah, that's Glenn Taylor. It won't be Mark. It won't be Alex the way this thing is trending. I mean, that's what Glenn has told me multiple times now that, yes, like going back a couple of years, the plan was before this season was over that Mark, that Alex would transition to majority ownership, but they need a little bit more time. I mean, they're still trying – to bring on some partners and the way their valuation works compared to what some of these partners are willing to pay. I think there's some sticking points there. I think in the end, they will find a way like these NBA franchises are valued at too high a mark. There's so much profit to be made with national TV money, some other revenue streams that like, I'll be shocked if it doesn't happen, but I'm telling you, Phil, like it has been a process. Undoubtedly, it's been a process. I mean, they have some partners on board now. They're hmm. looking for a few more. And so that work continues. Now, the context that Mark Laurie has, I'd like to think that Mark will find a way. You can have up to 25 limited partners. So, you know, the question is how many limited partners will they end up having? But I think in the end, yes. I mean, I have no reason to think. It won't get done. They got in at $1.51 billion. You look at what the Dallas Mavericks just sold for. You look at what the Phoenix Suns sold for. $1.51 billion, even with the inevitable stadium kerfuffle, you know, that's that's coming, right, that it's too good a value so that they will find enough partners. But I just think what partners are willing to contribute right now, the way Mark and Alex value the franchise, thinking about the next five to ten years, I think there's some sticking points there. At least I'm led to believe there's some sticking points. It hasn't been the smoothest process, put it that way, to bring on more limited partners. Uh, Duke, since it's Thursday, I'm going to ask you to uh, recklessly speculate on something about this. Please do. Yeah. This is just an observation from me, so so correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not, help me out here. 
year ago, year year and a half ago, it seemed like Mark was at a lot of games, shoes off, shoe you know, shoes off, Wolves winning a few games here and there. Am I right in saying I have seen A Rod a lot th- this year? I have not seen Mark Laurie nearly as much as I feel like I did a year ago. That is fair. Now it's not like Mark okay. is in a cave, but yes, that observation Darkness retreat. is one hundred percent spot on. You know, now heck, I've put in a number of interview requests to speak with Mark. You know, crickets, right? So I'd love to have a direct conversation with him. I'm sure he's got his reasoning for why he's not as omnipresent as he was at different points last year. Yeah, shoes off, that whole deal. Alex has been around a good amount, right? So, I mean, I feel like Alex has been around actually a lot, Mm -hmm. even on the road. Like, I saw his guy, one of his guys courtside last night in Philadelphia. So, I mean, they've been around him and his guy, his right-hand man that does social media handles Alex's schedule. I don't know what his name is, but I can recognize him. I saw him courtside last night. But yeah, I'd like to hear from Mark directly why he's not as around as as he's been in the past. But I don't think like, I'm not going to like, you know, even for Reckless Speculation Thursday, I'm not going to go down the path of, okay, Mark isn't around. This thing is about to go completely sideways. Like I'm not nowhere near to that point. But I'll continue to say this entire process has been wonky. It just has. This has not been the smoothest process. This is the next tentacle to why it's been not the smoothest with the valuation and, you know, just some some headbutting on, okay, you know, what number should we bring you in at? Okay, we're looking for this number. No, I don't want to pay that number. It's not worth that. You know, just some disagreement in that regard. You know, the, and then the next one, once this all gets sorted out and the Wolves hoist their Larry O'Brien trophy, or maybe they get close. Maybe we can just temper expectations a little. They lose in seven in the NBA finals to the Boston Celtics or something. And now they're faced with what's funny is the off season decisions looked very easy. A few months ago, looking ahead to like luxury, luxury tax, hell 2024 summer that a few months ago, we're just like, well, you can just trade Carl and you can, you can sort of get under the number that way. Well, Carl's been excellent since the Boston game the boss he had a weird start to the season he was on a joyous night where his teammates were were running the Celtics up and down the floor he was I think he had like 13 combined turnovers and fouls and he was just atrocious and he's been this is one of the best stretches of his career since that Boston game he fits really well with what they're doing right now I know they lost last night but I guess speculate recklessly for me next summer, if this continues to work and they are the one seed in the West and they go to the Western conference finals or something. And man, this group together, you'd like to bring Conley back. Will they do it? Will they go into the second luxury tax apron, all the financial penalties, all the roster handcuffing penalties? I mean, it's a fascinating question. I mean, heck, I think a big reason why they lost last night, I don't have the exact number, but, there was a long stretch, second half, more so the fourth quarter, where I'm like, Cat, you need to shoot the ball more. Like, there was a long stretch where he didn't take a shot, mm-hmm. right? He has been so good. Even the total body of the season, right? 40, 50, 90 yeah. on pace for that, right? 90% from the free throw line, 50% from three-point range, 40% from the field. Going back about three, four weeks, averaging, what, 25 points a game, 10 rebounds a game, you know, easily making, you know, well over half his shots. I mean, he's just, he's been 
so good. All right, well, that's a fascinating question, right, Phil? If they make it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, if they're knocking on the door of an NBA championship, you can't trade Cat. So they will have to find a way. Now, is that Mark and Alex going to Glenn? Glenn will still have 20% ownership. Do they ask Glenn to chip in a bit more that Glenn hopefully can see, you know, what he hopes, you know, before he passes come to fruition that the team he's had ownership in since 1994 can finally win that championship. So I wonder if that would be what Mark and Alex would do, you know, or go to some other partners, but say, Hey, like we can't trade cat. We can't do it. What else can we do around the margins? Can you convince Mike Conley Jr. to take somewhat of a team-friendly deal? You know, what else could you do? Heck, at that point, Phil, would you entertain the idea of trading Jada McDaniels, right? If you need to move a big contract, would you do that? I uh, then you're, the now, you're, now you're cutting off well, your future, you know? It's, I get it, but you've so got Nikhil Alexander-Walker back next year that you would then have a starting lineup of Mike Conley Jr., Anthony Edwards, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert. But, yeah, I mean, I would think if you're making a run for the 24-25 season, if you're knocking on the door, if you get to the Western Conference Finals in early June, right, you're knocking on the door, I don't know how you're better next season if you move Jada McDaniels, right? But that second apron, I mean, some of those penalties, Phil, I don't have them all in front of me, but, man, alive. like. That would be, I don't want to call it a death sentence, but man, you get handcuffed pretty darn good. But you can't trade Cat, right? Like the bottom line is if Cat leads you the way he's been leading you, right? Great teammate doing everything you ask of him, playing perhaps his best basketball of his career, and you win multiple playoff series. You win a playoff series for the first time since what, the spring of 2004, something this franchise hasn't done at that point in 20 years. You can't do it. You can't then trade Carl Anthony Towns. So somehow you would need to figure out a way to make it work in my mind. But that's why I've continued to say I still think the summer is going to be fascinating because I still need to see more to say, okay, yes, let's put the Wolves in the Western Conference Finals. And even if they win a playoff series, but let's say they lose in five in the second round. Let's say they match up with the Denver Nuggets, the defending champs in the second round lose four games to one, something like that. I think at that point, you probably are trading Carl Anthony Towns in the summer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dumb question, Dukes. Um, how, how much do, do uh, the Wolves and NBA teams in general rely on their regional TV um, 
checks because like like with the twins it's huge the nba i know has a much better national tv dispersal that's Uh, it yeah but but with the uncertainty of the whole valley's thing and the wolves only assured of being on valley sports north for the remainder of the season how much could that come into play with the discussion that we're we're having right now in regards to 24 25 i mean it's a piece of the pie a big piece of the pie no i mean they're making more money now on ticket revenue, for example, one piece of the pie than they have in years. Like you look at the resale price for tonight. My gosh, like to sit in the upper deck tonight, Take you're paying off. $95 to $105 a ticket. Like tonight's ticket is mm-hmm. a hot one, a real hot one. So they're mm-hmm. doing better than they have in a really long time ticket revenue wise. Corporate sponsorship wise, corporate sponsorship is way up. So like, they're in a good spot in so many other areas. Yes, it's a talking point. But yeah, also based on the way the national TV contract works with what that up in, is it up in a year? It's up after next year, two, I believe. After next year. Mm-hmm. So heck, I mean, that's not slowing down. So yes, it's meaningful to some extent, Judd, but it's not like it is with the Twins losing out on Last year, making 50-something million off their TV deal, whatever that looks like for 24. It's not going to touch that. That's why we're talking about the Twins significantly cutting payroll. I believe the Timberwolves TV deal is about half of what the Twins is. So, and don't officially quote me on this, but I believe I had heard it's like, it's a chunk of their revenue, but it's less Correct. than what the what the Twins and then, and then NBA national TV contracts are much bigger than major league baseballs and those kind of spill in. I mean, it, it hurts to not know where that money's coming from over the next couple of years. And obviously like the more you dip into your way over the salary cap, the more you dip into luxury tax and all that stuff in order for your franchise to try and turn a profit, which is what these owners are doing. Like it, it does matter. So, but it, it'll be, they, they've got some on, on the McDaniels front. Cause you kind of ask like, what would there, if they have to get under that and I don't have the exact numbers, but yeah. Just By the way, I just wanted to bring this up for whatever it's worth because who knows exactly, like, could it flip? Like, is Bally still potentially a thing in two years? Okay, probably not. But for what it's worth, the Wolves, so they have this year tied to Bally's, then two more years after this year. So that local TV contract, and Phil, I think you're right in that ballpark mm-hmm. that it's, you know, right around 45 to 50% of, of what the Twins were making. Yep. So, okay, Jade McDaniels, if they have to get under the luxury tax number. So right now they would have to get rid of money or like players and or money to get below the second luxury tax apron, which can be sort of roster crippling. Yes. Declan, I, can I, you do a quick Google search? Just the exact penalties if you're above that second apron? Yes. Because please I'm saying handcuffed, that, but I can't remember the specifics. This. Can well, I, yeah, I, just, I, I think Doogie, the audience, yeah. Let me ask my question. I don't I, forget about Googling this. If you if you if you get rid of Jade McDaniel's, you are cutting off like three years down the road. That's my issue. Do you chase do you chase a championship next year and say we're going to get rid of a piece that's integral also to winning a championship, or would you willingly get rid of the best version of Carl Anthony Towns, or would you get rid of Mike Conley and roll with like cheap but like you know backup caliber point guards? Well, no, you're not. Uh, I would rid not of get rid Conley. of McDaniel's. Well, and I get it. Like you see. Like, from a usage standpoint, and I get it, he did not have the best second half last night, but he was so good 
in the first half. I am pro J.D. McDaniels taking at least nine shots a game, if not more. I think there's so much more to unearth with J.D. McDaniels' game. And, yeah, at some point here during this contract extension that he signed, we will see. I'm positive. We will see more offensively from J.D. McDaniels. So I understand where you're coming from, but I just don't know how you move Cat. And that's why I bring up – I need – I need to remember the specific penalties. And if they're not as severe as maybe I'm thinking in my head, Phil, is that where Mark and Alex go to Glenn and say, okay. Like, because Glenn has been on the record before. Heck, he paid a little bit of a luxury tax when they made the move for D'Angelo Russell. So he's not anti-dipping into that, right? Like, if they're knocking on the door, okay, let's play this out. Western Conference Finals, right? The way it's going, they may have home court advantage in the Western Conference Finals. It may yeah. be comparable to the 03-04 season, right? It's crazy. But you yeah. lose yeah. to the Lakers. Kobe Shaq in the Western Conference Finals. If Sam Cassell just doesn't get hurt, right? Fred Hoiberg playing all that point guard and all that, right? So they had multiple injuries, right? Like Gary Trent Sr. to this day swears to me they had stayed healthy. They were going to win the championship. And I get it. He's biased. Gary's one of my guys, but he swears to me. We would have won the championship but if they're knocking on the door i just don't know how you would move anybody right so you need to find a way you have to find a way to bring back this core if they make it that far yeah okay here are the penalties for the second apron okay all of the penalties for the first apron apply which are teams can't acquire a player in a sign and trade if that player keeps them above the apron so that's that's a roster building mechanism gone Teams can't sign a player waived during the season whose salary was over $12 million. So think about like veterans who get waived and then they get to pick their team and chase a title. Well, like I think about Doug McDermott, right? Do the Spurs buy him out? You know, maybe they can trade him, but there will be some guys. I mean, that's why the Wolves have this roster flexibility right now, at least in terms of space. I forget where exactly they are luxury tax wise, but could the Wolves bring somebody in right after the trade deadline? that gets bought out. That will be something we'll talk about as the calendar flips to 2024. But yes, in this case, that mechanism for roster building would be gone. Also, so you have to, in the NBA, you have to generally match salaries in trades. So if you're not above the apron, but you're above the, uh, the cap, you can match within 125%, meaning like you get 25% leeway on either side to complete a trade. If you're above the first apron, it's a, it's 10% leeway instead of 25% leeway. So it's harder to match salaries. And then there's a bunch of other ones, too, when you hit the second apron. You can't use a trade exception generated. You can't include cash in a trade. Uh, first-round picks seven years out are frozen to be traded. A team's first-round pick is moved to the end of the first round if they remain uh, in the uh, second apron for three out of five seasons. So, like, you know, it's a big decision next summer, for sure. It is, but... A lot of it is the roster building, the trade part of that, where if you feel confident about this roster, now Kyle Anderson would be gone in this scenario, right? I mean, he's also a free agent. You're not finding a way to bring him back, I don't think, right? But if you feel real confident, you've got these guys locked up, minus Mike Conley Jr., that you could roll this thing back and maybe not be as handcuffed as maybe I think just based on all those mechanisms. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you need to make a move, not being able to move your – I mean, what's the next first-round pick they can move? I mean, if we're talking seven years out from next year, they be able to move their 2031 draft pick? Because the last one they gave Utah was, what, 2029? 
Yeah, that's a that's so you wouldn't be able to move twenty thirty one. So I guess you'd be handcuffed in that regard. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if it would cripple the wolves as badly as maybe I thought initially after you explain it all. It's still though, like it's hard to fathom this team being in the second apron. It just is, yeah. right? Just on the surface, as you talk through all this, can you really see this ownership group going to the second apron if they don't even make it to the NBA Finals? Yeah, it's a it's a lot. It's and a financial penalty that we haven't even talked about. So it's it's all those things. Uh, you know what they need, Judd? They need Finch roster solutions. That's what they need. We got Finch 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 X's and O's solutions, Finch roster solutions, and Finch home solutions driving around the Twin Cities. Yep, that's right, my pal. Cody Finch and his team. In fact, you know what? If the Wolves, uh, if the Wolves go into the second apron, the lights might get shut out at Target <laughs> Center, and that's going to be a problem, right? Because you got to have lights to play basketball. That's where Finch comes in and says, "No problem. We will save the day." They'll come in and and look while Finch is there. The the Wolves folks might say, "Well, how about some more outlets installed? How about some cosmetic changes?" Finch Home Solutions does that too. Long story short, big or small, Finch Home Solutions can take care of you. The last thing the Wolves might say is, how about a hot tub? Well, of course, if they're going to put in an extra hot tub or two, they've got to also have the uh, electrical work done for that. Finch Home Solutions. Check out finchhomesolutions.com. Their revamped site, it's easy to navigate, set up appointments online. Big or small projects, there's nothing more important than the safety of your family and your home and the electronics in your home. Incredibly important. FinchHomeSolutions.com. Check them out. And of course, tell them the boys from Mackie and Judd and Score North told you to contact them. Also, uh, right. while you're while you're hold yep. on, real quick, real quick, yep. while we're while we're scoping out, uh, you know, your electrical systems, let's also make sure your house is clean enough here heading mm. into the new year. Okay? okay, I love a clean house. I get peace from a clean house. Your family and friends are going to muddy up your house during the holidays. It's be fun gatherings, but you're going to want a deep clean here soon. Zero Res is here with a 4.9 rating out of five on Google, with over 17,000 reviews. Call Zero Res today. Ask for the Score North special. Get three rooms zero resified, starting at just $129. That's nine five two zero Res or zeroresminnesota.com. Ask for the Score North special. Spell it forward or backward, Judd. It spells the same, zero res. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I've heard that before. Yes, All have. right, on to the Vikings. Uh, well, James. one more left over from the, the Wolves. Wolves discussion. Yeah, quickly. So also, like, if you're above the luxury tax, you don't get the grab from the pie of, you know, so if you're under the luxury tax, you have access to revenue, right? The team's above, 
throw all their money in the middle, right? Then it's divided up among the teams that weren't above the luxury tax. So again, it's hard to see a scenario with Mark and Alex as majority owners where they're saying, yeah, let's bypass that revenue stream. There's just, there's so much, but you know what? It'll be a fun discussion to have because trust me, if we're talking about the Wolves playing on June 5th in the Western Conference Finals, yeah, it'll be front and center. So that's fine if we get ahead of the game here five, six months out because it's not nuts. We feel like the Wolves can win any game they play, just maintain their health. But I'm just telling you, like in the moment right now here in late December, it's just hard to see Mark and Alex saying, yeah, let's do all that. On to the Vikings. Um, when it comes to Ty Chandler, First of all, it sounds like there's a good chance uh, that Madison will not play on Sunday again, Dukes. I but... wouldn't go that far yet. Okay, Somebody well, who knows he's got Madison a... told me this morning. Yeah, I mean, he didn't practice on he Wednesday. He should sit. I get that. It's, it's and my... it is a high ankle yeah, sprain. He not... so that's typically a multi-week. I mean, he heard it on December 10th. Yep. So then are you playing on December 24th? That's a bit aggressive. But I was told between today and tomorrow, he does plan on trying to get some work in during team – you know, not off to the side, but during team activities, right? You know, full-fledged practice. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see, you know, where we're at on Friday afternoon. Yes, I mean, I would probably at this he point should put take him in off. the questionable to more so yeah. doubtful category. But I'm not ready here Thursday morning to 100% declare that he's out on Sunday. Which le- leads to my point, though, and it's this. Uh, Kevin O'Connell asked about Ty Chandler on Monday. was sort of like, well, yeah, he played really well, but we're going to, you know, we're still going to get – Alex back in the mix here. And, and it was sort of, oh, ooh, that's an interesting way to approach a guy who just had a 132-yard game. Yesterday, O'Connell seemed to be much more bullish, and he should be on Chandler. So what do you read into that, and do you think that the decision finally has been made that Ty Chandler should be RB1 on this team? Yeah, I mean, we've been asking for this, right? We all acknowledge, well, I think we do, that there is a role for Alexander Madison on this team. It just hasn't been what it has been right like it needs to be diminished limited right but there's a role for -hmm. alexander madison but that ty chandler needs to be the feature back i even think the blocking has improved i mean he blew the jewel block in the denver game but even since that game i feel like chandler has taken at least a little bit of a step forward with the pass protection so yes we'll continue to see ty chandler like even if madison can somehow miraculously play on sunday Ty Chandler is going to be RB1, but they are still going to use Madison. There's a trust factor there. There's a reason why they gave him a two-year contract, guaranteeing him 93% of the salary. Like, they like him. They like him a lot, leadership-wise, you know, blocking compared to Chandler, pass game-wise, just making the right decisions. They are big fans, probably bigger fans of Alexander Madison than just about anybody who will end up consuming this podcast. So there is a role for Alexander Madison, and it is not a season-ending injury. But with the high ankle sprain, I get it. Two weeks out from December 10th, hurting it in Vegas, maybe this Sunday is a bit aggressive. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's empty the scoop bag here, Dukes. What else Vikings or otherwise uh, around the Minnesota sports scene do you have in your bag? Well, speaking of ankle sprain, Dawson Garcia, day-to-day. Don't know if he plays tonight against Ball State, but he will be back. Like, the game to circle in the next couple weeks is January 4th against Michigan. So, like, they don't play again until the 29th, a week from tomorrow. So you could sit him out tonight against Ball State, let him come play against Maine on December 29th, and have him ready to go when the Big Ten schedule ramps back up on January 4th. 
the Wolves do have scouting representation at, you know, the winter meetings of the NBA, the G League showcase in Orlando. Matt Lloyd, Manny Rohe from their front office are down in Orlando. And, hey, we continue to wait on the Twins. Hey, Declan, I know that you lost an accountability session point based on Tyler Glass now ended up with the Dodgers. The Twins at least had a conversation with Tampa. Like, because I know they asked about Manuel Margot. Like, it didn't get off the ground. But I wonder if, Declan, you should get a point for Glass now. Wow. Boy, I mean, we can take it up with Lawyer Chase if we need to here. You think that they – so are you – so you're reporting this. You're reporting the Twins had interest in Glass didn't get now. anywhere. That's very murky. All right, if they're on the call weird. with Tampa and Falvey goes, yeah, goes even... uh, hey, Glass now. Yeah. And they're like, nope. <laughs> Does <Yeah>. that count? <laughs> It came up at some point, whether it was at the GM meetings in November. Somewhere along the way, there was a conversation, Twins with Rays. I heard more so Manuel Margot, but, like, the Twins have been checking on all these pitchers. Like, the Twins have had a conversation with Milwaukee about Burns, but, like, I don't know how to define interest, right? Like, it's what these guys do. That's this time of the year, then. it's what these general managers, assistant general managers do. You're constantly in communication with other teams. So it's murky. I get it. But yeah, I feel like more. Declan should not have lost a point or you know, oh, batting average. Being I think this is a foul, I feel like this is a foul tip into the glove. This is still okay, an out. Yep, I feel, I feel like out. he doesn't deserve this point. Yep. Yeah, we need more. We need a little bit more substance yeah. on that All one, right. unfortunately. But that, thanks, Diggs. I do I appreciate it. Favor, I do appreciate it. Yeah, I was doing my best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to like come out right now, even on reckless speculation Thursday, and say yes, yeah. the Twins yeah. lost out. They made an offer. The Dodgers though beat that offer. No, it wasn't anything like that. It never got off the ground. But to suggest that the Twins haven't spoken with the Rays would also be incorrect. Yeah. So, all right, Darren Doogie Wolfson, reckless right, speculation. Boys, my internet was a little turkey jerky there. Hopefully, everything worked out okay. No, it'll. It, it, the internet just needs a little break here during the holidays, and then we'll. <laughs> We'll fire back up. So, all right, Dukes. Happy holidays right, to you. We'll happy talk holidays. again soon. Absolutely. All right, there it is. A little scoop session, reckless speculation Thursday here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd.